Welcome, everybody, to the South Congress Podcast Fan by Fan Show. I am Cameron Hawkins, and I'm joined by Travis Bryant. Travis, how's it going, man? So I think you even kind of kind of named it. This is spring break number three, as far as it goes. Um, not necessarily. Yeah. <laughs> Way into the break. Spring break spring in break April. But, um, yeah, right? But I guess in our case, spring break is it has way more to do with TV scheduling than uh than actual uh, school yeah, I mean, scheduling. Yeah, Flash was the one that wanted to go away for three more weeks after. after yeah, and like one episode, that nah, we're going for a little bit. Like we need we need to really get hot so that they can actually send us like memos and stuff and let us know so we can plan these things out. Like yo, we coming back this one week and might be out for you till May, so we'll see you then. It's like it's like thanks guys, we we do appreciate it. So yeah, man, um, we have some interesting stuff to cover because we were together for a good portion of uh that first weekend of april so yeah that's uh we'll get into all that it's funny um i'm glad we kind of got to wait because that's we're going to talk about a subject that's been talked about ad nauseum covered from every angle from every news outlet (laughs) as far as uh as far as wrestlemania goes in dallas but you know i think we have some interesting anecdotes and stories that other people aren't going to have because at least one of us is a crazy person so, you know, it'll, it'll be fun. But now, before we get into all that, man, t- tell me about your week this last week. Uh, pretty laid back week. Didn't uh, do a ton. Um, caught up on, caught up on some shows. Uh, caught up on, finally watched the finale. Oh, no, I'm only halfway through. That was a two-hour finale. So I can't say I'm finally done with The Expanse, which finaled in, like, February. But I, I, I told you, Cam, I'm the worst finisher, like, of, of series and stuff. Like, I'm the worst. I'm, like, all about it. And then I'll leave five episodes of it on my TiVo for, for mm, just <laughs> 18 sitting months. Like, oh, you know what? I'm going to get around to that series finale of that uh, show that I adored for 10 years. You know, something silly like that. Um, 
But, uh, yeah, caught up on some stuff. Uh, went to the comic shop, got uh, uh, Ant-Man 5 and the Ultimates 5. Haven't gotten to the Ant-Man uh, 5 yet. I think I'm not even sure if I got through Ant-Man 4. But Rich at WrestleMania comes into the Kung Fu Saturday afternoon bearing gifts and, you know, which were half a dozen or more than that, probably eight or ten Ant-Man comics from the series or the storyline or whatever right before. I I don't know how how you would. You know, I didn't ask you who's Ant-Man now. Is it it Scott Lang? Yeah. Oh, it is Scott Lang. Okay. Um, and uh, so yeah, so the storyline I'm watching, I'm reading now. It's he bought me what led to that. Why things are the way they are. So I kind of put that on pause. Almost want to go and read those first. I'm a stick weirdo kind of with that stuff. Like if I have them, I want to see what happened before before I keep going with the other the later. So, um, but the Ultimates Five uh, uh, issue is fantastic. Fantastic! Oh my goodness, the Ultimates is just—it's my jam. Out of everything that I'm reading, uh, you know, Superman, American Alien, Red Queens, Ultimates, Ant-Man—I uh, think that's it. That is my favorite by far. Just I—I I, I love that squad and how they how they solve galactic problems, and they're just smart and intellect and. You got a bunch of big brains out there with Panther and uh, Blue Marvel, and there's some big brains and, afoot. And, and some crazy yeah. powers like Miss America, who's my probably my my favorite of the of the of the five. Uh, you know, she's a interdimensional teleporter and healer. It's weird, like it's crazy. I'm not weird, but anyway, so that issue was just super lit. Um, so I was really excited about that. I uh, read that like last night or the night before. Um, and that's really about it. Uh, oh, uh, Rat Queens, I finally got through half of Volume 1. Um, I have the uh, com- Comixology app, which is pretty good, and I read the, the preview. Yeah. That's a, that's an, their creation, and they're, like, as far as, like, the writers, not the writers, the artists, it's it's really uh, their story is 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 pretty interesting. Like I think the one of the artists, the original artist, went to jail or something happened to him. Made yeah, I thought you were talking and, about that today. Matter and, of fact, and I, and somebody new came on to continue with the series because it's pretty popular. And it has its like carved out its niche. Um, but I'm halfway through the first volume and that's and that's getting good. And I really like those characters and. Uh, uh, but yeah, I want to see the movie. Oh crap! Into the Midnight, or it's 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 the movie with the. Uh... I'm the worst. <laughs> I'm trying to think of. Come yeah, on, right? come on. Into it's it's. <laughs> Who's in it? I don't it? know. I can't. I, I'm. I, yeah, it's a kid, and it's a it's a guy. Oh, uh, with uh, with Michael Shannon. What's he in yeah, yeah, yeah. No, Michael Shannon is Zod. Yeah, 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 him. Exactly. Yeah. Him. Yeah, that that looks actually really interesting. Like, it looks like the good Superman movie. Like, the way they have, like, the kid put out there. 
Uh, what's it called? Something Midnight. Uh, midnight Special. Because That's what you're talking about. The, the, the electronics, electronic act, MA3, that I really dig. It's a synth pop, dream pop act. Uh, they have this series of videos, which Midnight City is one of them, Claudia Lewis, a couple, and two, maybe one or two other tracks, but it's a series of videos, and it and it looks like that, like the, it, like just the visuals and, uh, but those are old. That album came out, in, you know, four years ago, or whatever, in videos. So, just that's just interesting if you're familiar, anybody's familiar with those videos and that trailer at least. That's pretty similar. But yeah, I want to see that. Man, I uh, I've, I've had. A super interesting week. Um, I gotta say that I was at work. Um, no, so Saturday night or Friday night was um, was finally Relay for Life. Uh, what we covered on technically episode three of the uh, of the Mainline South Congress podcast. Uh, you know, we're down to Texas State, which is about forty five minutes from where we live. So it's um, almost in the middle of Austin and San Antonio, town San Marcos, um, and really it has. San Marcos has a university and an outlet mall. And, you know, I'm sure there's stuff in between, but that's kind of like when I was a kid, we used to go up there to go outlet shopping. And then, you know, turns out there's a school there and like a bunch of my friends went there. And I always told uh, like my buddy Peanut um, when I got into UT, he got into Texas State. But we always go down there with him because the girls look better down there. So, yeah, we always go down to Texas State. Well, some of us have different preferences. So you know, you 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 know what you know you know what Texas looks like, and San Marcos is closer to San Antonio. Oh, so, okay. Yeah, so we'll let that be what it is. But uh, yeah, so we we went down there. Um, you know, my girl's sister um actually organized the last two years in a row, and you know I'm sure because you know you check the numbers, almost as many people that listen to us listen to that show. So they kind of have a feel for everything that goes into it. But, um, yeah, we got out there, you know, around 7 o'clock, and the theme this year was video games. So uh, me, my girl, and my buddy, we all dressed up like uh, Legend of Zelda characters. And there's, if you guys, you know, follow us on one of the various social medias, you've seen, like, the pictures of that. So that was really fun. You know, um, wait, real, real, I got real to, quick, came. you know how I don't like Star Wars and Star Trek? I feel yeah. the same way about Link and those guys. Oh, you know what's funny? I'm not a Legend of Zelda okay. guy. I don't play Zelda. I don't um I don't follow the uh like the storyline. Like I, I I do think it's cool, but I've I never understand, like, like gotten like into eight it. Or nine years old, you know, eighty eight, eighty nine. Mm-hmm. The idea that you would have like I had like Mario and Duck Hunt and the track one, mm-hmm. the track and field with the the track and field uh pad. Um and the idea that you would want to play Zelda over any of those, like, I would just run those into the ground before I play, you yeah. know, like, or, like, I have Ninja Turtles or whatever game, like, I'm going to play Zelda that's, I was nine years old, like, but adamant, like, this is, yeah. And, yeah, so. It's a thing, if you're, like, they call, they have a genre, genre called action ad- adventure, I don't think that's a real thing. I think your game's either action or it's adventure. <laughs> anytime, anytime. And Zelda's very I, I much adventure. Send, like, with the, oh, you to go over to this orc and get a potion, or go over to this guy and yeah. unlock this treasure with this key that I found three boards ago. Screw you, Zelda. And like, no, but the thing is, I really enjoy RPGs. Like, I think they're fun. 
but I have never wanted to play Zelda on any platform that I've had. I just mm. and people no, swear by totally. it. Because they, Zelda is some of the greatest games. Yeah. What? Ow, what the yeah. Yeah. How dare how dare they like things? Yeah. So no. Um. Yeah. We all dressed up like Zelda characters, and somebody actually dressed up like Link, and it was a girl. Which, because, you know, it's kind of, uh, like, that's kind of the thing, because the character's kind of, I don't want to say feminine, but it has uh, softer features, I guess you can say Link can say. Link's not big muscle man or um, portly, out of shape yet athletic Mario. You know, he's he's svelte, I should say. So there's a girl dressed up, it was really cool. Um, got to got to spend some time with my girl's family. Uh, that's that's always an interesting story. That's for another show. Um well, we didn't really discuss right, that. So I, th- um, I assumed, well, it wasn't traumatic. Well, no. To make it a long story short, um, her father complimented me on my beard, and I wanted to shave immediately. So that's yeah. And I immediately, and I immediately <laughs> went and put some balm on my on my beard, and like. Something. Yeah, you felt it. You were like, yeah. yeah. But no, it was um, it was it was it was an okay experience, and okay is all you can ask for sometimes. But no, that was uh, it was Friday, and then uh. My my good friend from from middle school and high school and college, who's a um, local newscaster out here, it was her thirtieth birthday, so she had like an evening cocktail boat party, and so that was uh, that was a fun time. Her um, I love her parents. Her parents are the sweetest people. And, and, unexpected and whenever, fun time. yeah, because I, I I thought it was gonna be a bit dry and a bit stuffy, but um, no, it's funny. And I thought that, but as soon as I saw her parents, I was like, oh, this is gonna be fun if that makes sense at all. Yeah, because they're really sweet people. Um, but whenever her, one of her parents is around, she always tells a story about how when we were we were in like uh, seventh, eighth grade. Because I'm like a year younger than everybody in my class, but I'm like her age because we're a couple months apart. So um, maybe we used to hang out when we were kids. So she invited me to this party in middle school, and she had a piñata, and it was a chicken. And I started dancing with the piñata, singing Project Pat's Chicken Head. And she tells it whenever one of her parents is around, like they don't remember. But it was, uh, yeah, it was a good time. They drank my Deep Eddy bottle so fast. And when I say so fast, I mean the boat hadn't left the yeah, dock, no, I, I, and the I bottle was empty. Oh, and I'm like, guys, but they, I mean, everybody brought stuff. So it was, it was a fun time. And then uh, did some downtown, and all I know is I ended up eating about 35 chicken nuggets that night. Yeah. Wasn't in a sharing mood. Had a lot of chicken nuggets. Yeah, yeah, fun times. And so Sunday I was on the couch the whole day. Wanted to take the dog to brunch. Didn't happen. Because I couldn't move. But yeah, so that was, <laughs> that was my weekend. Um... And then here coming up, um, I said episode three of the uh, South Congress podcast, what that covered happened last weekend. Episode two um, is happening this weekend because um, and a a lot of you guys listen to that show, too. And I'll talk about that in a second. But, uh, yeah, Chris and Ma, our sister couple, they're getting married on Saturday. So it's going to be it's going to be quite the weekend. Like my girl had to take um, she took half a day off yesterday to take the bride uh for massage and i think manny petties or you know whatever and then she's taken off the next three days so she's only at work today i'm not sure what they're doing tomorrow but you know it's they're, they're kind of combining weddings because they're you know traditional pakistani wedding and an american wedding so something they're doing tomorrow is uh 
it's like a the rehearsal before the rehearsal dinner, I guess, because it's like a Pakistani thing. Because um, apparently their weddings go for days and days and days. Friday night is actual rehearsal dinner, and then Saturday is the wedding. So I'm not invited to any of this stuff, which is cool. I'm gonna get my uh, get a comic book, get a beer, and sit on my couch. It'll be fantastic. But um, yeah, weddings this weekend. You know, excited for that because those kids are sweet. Um, if anybody hasn't listened to it, I think you really get a kick out of it. Um, I got some great feedback on that show, man. Um, people really appreciate it because, again, you know, we're all touching 30 or have crossed 30, and you know, that marriage stuff becomes a lot more realistic. And you start thinking, you know, who am I going to be with? Like, how's it going to end up? If you haven't found that yet, and so to get to hear this story about this couple from literally different cultures and different countries. Like to hear their story about meeting each other and how they started dating and how they progressed to their family life and, you know, planning a wedding and the engagement. Like it was just so fun to hear. Like I got to hear it firsthand. Um, did you ever get to listen to the preview episode? No. Wait. The okay. Stronger... Which... Yes. Yeah. Yes. Did you, did you peep that one? Okay. So you did listen to that one. Um, so guys, like if you're listening to it on the, uh, via iTunes or Stitcher or on the SoundCloud app, you're going to notice there are um, some things edited out. And that was, uh, I was I was told very specifically by my other half that those things uh, didn't need to be repeated, so we got those out of there. But it's funny, uh, our man Joe, Joe was like, yo, that made it really fun. And I'm like, I bet, because I would say something crazy, and then Ma, she's such a little instigator, like she'd like hype me up on the back end, so you know I said something wrong. But you hear her coming out of the break, like, saying something really funny. So that was really fun. Um, but, no, they had a good time doing it. Um, it was just a blast. I definitely recommend, if you guys haven't listened to it, like, of course, there are going to be some of you who listen to the show because you want to hear us talk about the TV shows you watch. But, you know, if you um, you know, want want a bit of a departure from the thing we do typically, um, you know, peep that Relay for Life episode. You know, hear something about charity and, you know, people dealing with cancer and different ways we're, you know, going about trying to fight those things, and then, you know, if you uh, want to make it a little lighter, listen to that marriage episode, it's just, it's great stories from a couple that, you know, grew up together, like, they've been dating six years, so they were, he was like 24, she was like 22 when they met, and now they're, you know, he's, uh, I think he's 31 now, as a matter of fact, and she's 28, so, you know, it's just, it's a fun story to listen to, but yeah, so, got that coming up, man, so... Um, before we get into, you know, our time together, one or two things. So tell me what you think about this, because we kind of lost some of this the last time we talked. So I did go on, you know, a bit of a bit of a rant about Batman vs Superman. Needless to say, I'm a fan of of parts of it. I'm not a fan of most of it. So since I'm not a fan of most of it, guess what they did, Trav? They're going to release a home three and a half hour cut. And in the movies, it was two and a half hours? Yes, which was two hours too long. So, uh... Well, the rationale is, like, they're going to include things they left out, so it explains some things more. Oh, well, that might... I mean, in in some ways, it might help, like, as far as motivation, but in others, it's like, well, you need to do that in a timely fashion. <laughs> yeah, you need to... Like, if you couldn't squeeze it into what you were doing, I understand... But adding an extra hour to a movie that's flawed for different reasons. 
Like, if you don't come out and say, hey, we had to fire our full-time sports writer, that's still a hole. Like, if you don't come out and show a scene where Superman was always calling his mom Martha growing up, that's still a hole. Like, it... Called her mom, right? Well, you know, like, everybody calls their mother mother. He called her mother or mom. But again, one of the big deus ex machinas in the movie is that, oh, both our mom's names are Martha. Let's Did we just become best friends? Word to stepbrothers. Love that movie. But yeah, so doing a three and a half hour cut. What if, it, uh, what if it's a three and a half hour just, just masterpiece? Like... Um, Kill Bill is like a four hour, five hour masterpiece. Okay? Um, Hateful Eight is a really, really good, really long movie. Uh, Braveheart is a really, really good, really long movie. Gladiator is a really, really good, really Isn't long color movie. Purple like this but, I think so, yeah. But, like, these things are, I can tell you iconic scenes from these movies that stand out to me. I can tell you about a strong 30 minutes about Batman. So, unless you're adding all the good stuff, like, I don't know what you're doing. And here, here's the back end of that, Trav. So, did you hear, I think I told you about this, that they had to reshoot some of Suicide Squad to make it more fun? Because they said that, all the jokes in the movie are basically what you got in the trailer. Like, not all the yeah. jokes, but all the, like, light, funny stuff. Yeah. And, once they, and, and it has probably less to do with Batman, Superman, and more to do with Deadpool. You think, I think so? so. I mean, and there's a point there. There is. I think because but everybody... if that was the case to me, I feel like they would have announced the reshoot sooner. No, oh, no, 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 no. Okay, yeah, it's not one or the other. But yeah. it's, it's like when that – when I bet it was already like when Deadpool came out or whenever they got it, – it, it got the reaction it got. And people enjoyed – not only enjoyed, like just went – like me just went nuts for it and, and the humor. Like yeah. I see why people say it's the best Marvel movie. Like I can – I'm not saying that, but I would I, – you know what? I wouldn't want to argue with it with, a, with somebody that, that, that's seen them all and knows them all inside and out and, and, and says that about Deadpool. Um, I, I think uh, – so the talk was probably already happening. Like, man, Deadpool's funny and people are loving it. And we're not, you know, we're different movies, and you know, and there was a rationale from the studio and the creative people. Uh, but when uh, <laughs> when Batman, when it got the whole gloomy tag and ugh, that whole, they probably yeah. were like, "Crap." Yeah, I've got to do something about this. So yeah, and that, that movie actually looks really, really fun. And in this last preview, they did include, like, a bit more Batman and more Joker. Because they're, you know, Batman-Joker. That's that's the, the underlying fight of the DC Universe. So, but I, I really want to see that. I think it looks really cool. So, you know, hopefully they don't kill what they try to create. Like, very rarely, in my opinion, do reshoots make things better. Well, you know, we'll see. What got but me was, like, apparently, like... What, tens of millions of dollars worth of reshoots? Yeah, but apparently, like these Warner execs were shocked and surprised at the disappointing reaction to Batman vs Superman. Like I, I understand that there are lots of people, and probably the majority of people, go to the movies to go to the movies because they want the experience of going to the movies. 
Like, I really do get that. But these are also people who don't tell you how good a movie is. They tell you how much fun they had at the movies. Like, it's different. So when you ask somebody, was this good or was this bad, if they can actually answer the question, like, they're probably going to give you feedback about the what part of the What does that mean? Like, people, I had fun at the movie. That's how people feel. Some people enjoy every movie they go to, and I mean that. Ridiculous. I mean, I mean, mean, okay. If like, no, that's ridiculous. I I can't. I can't. Yeah. Like try to. And and it's funny. Like here's kind of a, a a a soft version of that. And when I say soft, this is actually one of those points where somebody who can be too involved in the movie, and we talked about this a little bit today can have less fun than somebody who's looking at the movie not looking to hate it. The Village. The whole reason that that came up today, us talking about M. Night Shyamalan's The Village, is because I jumped in a conversation on Twitter about how, no, it wasn't that bad. Like, it was good. And I was like, yo, it wasn't bad, but you can do something in a movie, to me personally, that's bad enough to where I won't like your movie. Like, you can insult me to the point where I'm like, you know what? This is trash. Trav, that man was wearing a suit from the 1970s or 80s. I don't care what nobody says. I know a Joseph in the the village. I put that picture in the group. So, yeah. So, everybody in that movie is dressed like they're about to get on the Oregon Trail. Then you got one man in a Joseph A. Banks suit. I'm like, come on! I was there with, I remember, I was with my ex and her mother. Watching that movie. And I just sat there. I looked at her mom like, yo, he's wearing a suit. What is happening? And it just killed it for me. But all in all, it actually wasn't a bad movie. But depending on who you ask in these situations, like if you're asking somebody to tell you why something's good or bad, that movie was the good things about Batman vs. Superman were cool fight scene, Ben Affleck, Wonder Woman. (laughs) Okay, so I'm looking at it now. Yeah, it's a suit. And look at the and and for anybody like you see in the picture, somebody could easily be like, "Well, that's what they was wearing." Look at the dude next to him. Well, yeah. They were in whole different styles, and there weren't styles back then. Yeah, but I. I so are you saying like one of his kids or one of the villagers should have like? Hey, why are you looking so sharp? Not even that, but me watching it from the outside, supposed to get like, yes, yeah, not even nobody talking to him, but yeah, supposed to be wrapped up in the the world. Okay, I totally right because that was the whole what the twist. That was the whole point. But Mm -hmm. I enjoyed it, and my thing is, I liked it, even though I knew because I watch. You know, I don't see, I didn't see it in the theater or anything, so I saw it a year or two later Mm. on cable or whatever, and. So I knew, like, oh, I heard this is, you know, somehow for, well, it's the different time, but for, for the I See Dead People one, I remember us all watching it in my, my homie's dorm. We had a DVD or whatever, and, like, when it all came out, we was all looking around, like, you know, so it was, we were able to, you know, that's 1998, yeah. you're able to stay spoiler-free relatively, you know, not relatively, a lot easier than you can now. Um, mm-hmm. Or, or even when, uh, but I don't know. But I guess I just somehow found out when the village came out. But I didn't mind it, and 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 
but because I went in knowing that, I probably, but I wouldn't have gotten it anyway. I wouldn't have saw that student and been like, hey, wait a second. Because I don't see what's right in front of my face most of the time. Yeah, I just it just it took me out of it right there. And and that's and even when I was explaining it today, I said, look, it's not that the movie was bad. I can't even put that on it. But what I can say is back then his his gimmick was the yeah, twist. The twist. That was the that was the gimmick. So the fact that it died that early on, I was just like, come on. What is this? But yeah, so Again, like I like even like I said before, and a lot of people miss this. I would watch Batman vs Superman again. It doesn't mean I think it's a good movie. And I told you like the um that's those second week numbers or those first weekend numbers so crashed. That second weekend numbers crashed. Yo, Melissa, that Melissa McCarthy movie beat them this weekend. The one with the Girl Scouts or whatever. When she's yeah, that movie topped them. That was the number one movie. It was like twenty three million or something like that. So it's like, but, oh, wait, I, it, I, but Batman's been out for like a month now almost. Been out for like three weeks. Yeah. But I'm saying, like, if I'm making four hundred million opening weekend, is it like a seventy one percent drop, which is one of the record biggest drops. Granted, they made a whole lot of money, but people aren't seeing this movie twice. People were going to see Avengers three and four times. Yeah. Like it's yeah, but I don't know. I, I feel like we should never have another solo Superman movie. Cause for what? Like it just Superman can be a very interest, interesting character in the hands of the right author, and it's just rare you get the right author. And Zack Snyder ain't the right author. But and, you know, and and it's probably in this, even though you know, I I, I no pun intended, cape cape for. Uh, Superman in most discussions, but as a unless unless we're talking about the series from back in from the nineties, the cartoon, the anime, which doesn't need to be defended. That was just fantastic. Right. I didn't. I don't read yeah. Superman comics. Haven't and mm-hmm. until you know a few months ago. But the way mm-hmm. Superman American Alien set up is there seven issues. All done by seven different artists. Uh, what's his face oversees the whole thing, um, Landis. But I think there might be seven different writers as well, like writing teams, like they're because they're about seven different periods of Superman's life. And the whole mm-hmm. point is, not one of those times that you can say, "Oh, that's what made him that." But you, in the grand scheme of things, you're like, oh, that was definitely a huge part of it, of you know, him yeah. going through that. So it's different. It's because one issue is about him he's when he's 16, and then the next one he's 23. So there's no, uh, not a ton of uh, continuation of storyline arc where I can criticize like like a lot of people say what Superman is because he can because he can do everything. Uh, it's hard. You know, it's hard for people to buy in a lot because he's not—he's not really vulnerable. The vul- his vulnerabilities yeah. are obvious, like the kryptonite. Yeah, kryptonite and Lois Lane. He is a whole yeah, and you know, not having hands. But yeah, yeah. So something just came out. Uh, did you see? That the next Thor movie is gonna have a new love interest. Yeah, I, I saw that 
my my homes, my girl going way back. Natalie Portman's not in three, not not signed on for three. But then I saw who they got, and I didn't understand. And then I got the jokes like, oh, okay, she's, she's black. Yeah. Uh, but they got uh, old oh, Tessa Thompson. Tessa Thompson. You even you even watch Creed? Have no, you? No, but I did see. You still got got to peep Creed. I, see, um, I saw a lot of like the online clips and stuff of. Uh, yeah. The white, what was that? The white people movie or whatever it's called. Yeah, Dear, Dear white, white People. Yeah. yeah. Nah, man. She's in Creed. She's fantastic. So that's gonna be. Man, Marvel is. They got it in the bag because they can just do this, and the movie's gonna make just as much money as it would have if they didn't. You know. Um. And if it's cool because of course. I mean, they put a black chick in stores, oh, love oh, interest. Oh. But she's staying the same yeah, character? Because... No, 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 no. She's playing something different. Oh. Yeah, she's playing a new character. Oh. Uh-huh. Well, I mean, you know, just... I well, I mean, that's, and that's one thing and, they do, though. And that was gonna nah, be but they haven't... That That's one thing they've been able to not do, is have to, like, replace... I mean, they did it with Hulk, but the Hulk movie came out before they were entire, an, an entire ensemble, so they kind of got away with that one. But, yeah. And he's going to be in there. But no, it's cool that, um, of course, Ryan Coogler, who did Creed, is doing Black Panther. And now, like, his lead from Creed is doing Thor. So, yeah. It's fun times. But, yo, enough about enough about all this geek stuff. It's not all we talk about. This geek stuff? So, you mean... That, exactly, right? So, let's get into the other geek stuff. Let's switch it up. Man, Travis, you and I and... Bardre Purnell and Shahid Abdul Hadi and Steve Williams and Jason Bilderback and Rich Fan and Jeremy Mays and just keep throwing names Kevin in there. Frango and Elsie yeah, man. Mays. Elsie. 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 Yeah. Elsa. No, Elsie. Mays and a whole bunch of them. And the ancillary yeah, we all, folks. What? No. Not, all, well, not one, one person was. Uh, <laughs> well, uh, well. Yeah, let's. Maybe we'll touch on that a little bit. Maybe. Oh yeah. Um. But yeah, we all touched down in uh in good old Dallas, Texas for uh, WrestleMania 32, man. That actually happened. We were all together in one big group. At least, at least for one moment, we were all together. You know, and that moment was six hours or whatever. Long moment. But let's uh let's let's jump from the beginning, man. Um. You you start with start with the plane. All right, yeah. So it's uh, it's, it's Thursday, and I'm I had to work, and we've got to be in in uh, in Newark. No, so we were catching a flight from Newark. That was the best we could do. So we had to get to Newark, and we had to be oh at 30th Street Station in Philly uh, by you know 205 or something like that. And so we're hustling, and I'm hustling to get to work, and Dre's here to pick me up, and we we run it, but we literally like just make it, get on this train, and everything is smooth from there. Uh, check in or not check in, but TSA, all that at the at the airport, all that was was sweet. Dre for some reason always gets like held up, and uh, you know I'm the one with you know 
light brown with the beard. Beard game, vicious. Well, not vicious, just beard game. So you would think, you know, hey, let me, hey, let me sample your hands. No explosive material, no whatever. But Dre, he always does something silly. Keeps his laptop in the same thing with his shoes. And, you know, it's supposed to have its own bucket or bin. Uh, so, anyway, the flight flight's fine. We stop in Houston. And then finally, Jay comes, danger, uh, Bill DeBrack, he gets us from the airport. And we get to his crib, and it's late. It's, you know, 10, it's, you know, 10, 30, 11 at night. And I, I know exactly what's coming, but tell yeah, them what happened. Immediately, okay, not immediately, five minutes into being in his house, there's three shots of fireball poured. And he's like, all right, let's, uh, let's start. Like, oh, you got to be kidding me. But no, he, he was not kidding and uh, and those shots, that cheers, you know, started a, a, a four days. Not my worst stretch, uh, but four days of of, of ingesting uh, alcohol, chemicals, all kinds of uh, you know terrible food, uh, fumes. Mm. It was just four days of of, of debauchery of of the of the. Of the wholesome brand, you know, wasn't. So when I'm thinking about, uh, like, y'all coming in Thursday, I'm like, somebody's going to say, let's go out tonight. I just know it. My body was ready. But that didn't happen. It was too late. And so we, we watched. I, yeah. And Jason's extra wide. Yeah. So he's, mm-hmm. he can't go anywhere. I mean, he's just, I mean, Mary sleep, Lil sleep. He's just going to leave the house at 11 at night. Mm-hmm. So, so Friday, um, we, everybody comes over to my place and I'm like, yo, I'm, uh, I'm gonna cook up some food. Like I was going to order some food and I was like, you know what? I'd rather make something. And then me not reading ovens, right? Oven was like preheated for like 40 minutes before I put anything in there. And then you come in and you're like, I'm saying like food ain't ready. And I'm like, I got to kill this motherfucker already. Throw him off the balcony from the jump. But nah, um, you know, your boy cooked up some some wings, some chicken, uh, went to the store, grabbed some beer, uh, a couple of the homies came through with a little liquor, Jason came through with some liquor, and we uh, watched NXT, which was a really good show. Jason lined up the fireball shots. Oh, man, I think we, everybody took them, like, had my girl taking fireball shots, and yeah, he's, yeah, and the, that did happen. I had uh, a couple of Dos Equis, two or three of them. And then probably I got too aggressive and went because Deep Eddie is like so it's strong, but it tastes so good. Like, man, so you just let me just get this. I got to cut this too much. Not not like this beverage side, you know, soda type cup, you know, your Batman cup. And then I cut it with the tiniest bit of pink lemonade like. You know, like an idiot. And then, no, 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 I did sip it and then realized, like, oh, no, no, no. That's, I got to put some more in here. But, no, I, I got I got grown at me entirely too much deep, Eddie. And, uh, yeah, that I, it was that night after getting to Jason's house. I, not a ton, I remember eating some pizza leftovers and not a ton after that. Waking up in my shirt, like in my, my polo shirt, like, Okay, I don't have pants on, and but my shirt. Like, is that a good thing? <laughs> yeah, like, what's really happening? So. And no, remember, like the the idea at least at first was for us to go out after, after the um after eating, and I ended up going out. Yeah, like I I met up with the guys who were here, 
Um, but yeah, it was like, nah, man, I'm going home. I, I could kind of see it on y'all. I was like, yeah, they're not going to make it out. So yeah, um, so yeah, Friday night, I stayed out for a little bit longer, but, you know, we ended up leaving in the morning. Now, I think, if I'm, did I go to the gym in the morning? I think I may have. Um, but no, you guys came and picked me up in the morning, and we took a super funny pic. Well, I took a funny picture with a stranger, because... You guys came to pick me up in my apartment, and you actually came upstairs to get me. Like, I'm assuming I'm meeting you outside, so I'm downstairs with my stuff. And then, like, you open the, y'all banging on the door, and my girl's there, and she's looking at y'all like, what yeah, are you like doing you here? Left like, he... three minutes before, <laughs> like, mm-hmm. he said y'all were out there, or whatever. Yeah. So we, uh, like, we went to, well, I left, I left out, I think I had, like, some regular tees and some sweats and stuff. So I was like, yo, like, I need something of to course. wear. Of course, we're gonna be hanging so out. the whole idea was to, because I'm like, look, we can't be, well, I don't want to be leaving da- leaving Austin at noon, getting into Dallas at three in the afternoon, blah, blah, blah. I want to leave at, you know, be out of here, out of Dangerous House at nine, out of Cam's crib by no later than ten. We get to Cam's crib at like 1030. Then we got to go to the mall. And so yep. we pull out of Dallas, uh, pull out of Austin, noon. After going yep. t-shirt shopping, sat down at the, the, the food court, ate. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, we went, we went um, I mean, like, mm, agonized, tried stuff on. <laughs> yeah, it was really shopping. It wasn't just grabbing and putting it in the bag. So, like, I got, of course, a Flash t-shirt, and I got, I finally, after years of not having one, and when I say years, after, like, 20 years of not having one, got an Austin 316 shirt. And so I was like, man, I'm hyped. I'm going to wear it to WrestleMania. Fast forward, guys, they left a tag on my shirt, so I didn't get to wear it. The uh, hard tag, the so security pissed. tag. But how did yeah, you, like, so mad. the security tag because you didn't beep when we left? Just walked right out the store. Ugh. And then, so, yo, I went and got it taken off uh, Saturday because I had to get, oh, no, I think it was uh, I think it was Thursday because I needed to get uh, a shirt for the boat party. I got two shirts for the boat party at another store. Guess what? One of them got the tag on it. What is going on out here, man? That's been happening to me like crazy. I don't know. And I'm like, you should check your stuff. I should check my stuff. I should never check my stuff. Take the tags off my shirt. Check both shirts. But, you know, such is life. But anyway, so you guys actually dropped me off at my buddy's uh, my buddy's place because he uh, is a CPA in Dallas. So I'm you know, staying out there with him. Um, so, okay, but we, that's that's just us catching up for a few hours and me drinking a lot of Maker's Mark. What did you what did you guys do at the hotel? Uh, so we got to the hotel, so, so by this time, I, I, I want to say, so I'm frying pretty, pretty, you know, I'm, I mean, it's, you know, we're, we're, we're all and, adults here, and, it's fine. And we get to the hotel, and I kind of need to just, you know, I'm not tired, like, oh, I just need to, like, literally, like, let the universe settle around me, and, uh, but we just got changed, or, Dre changed, and he put that stupid Kevin Owens stuff on. And, and guys, to, to explain, if you know Kevin Owens, the wrestler, who basically wears long, like, tights under his basketball shorts that he wrestles All in. All black and white or gray and, you know, and a great tee, black tee with gray lettering. 
and he, and and he throw and he puts his hoodie on. Luckily, he bought his he bought the damn hoodie. Uh, but we kind of just settle down. We jump on on the Wi-Fi. We, we're for whatever reason kind of rushed, probably because um, why were we like in a was it Steve? Because Steve, Steve, yeah, there because we all mm-hmm. left together, right? I mean, maybe it was because everybody was already there. <laughs> yeah, we <laughs> you know? were thinking like, man, it's late. What are people? We get there and they're like, uh, you know, it's people there. And, and oh, Shahid was there. That was that yeah. was okay. There was. Mm-hmm, he's the first of one there. Of course, because he has he's the nerd and has no sense of uh, of <laughs> no no you know no sense of an entrance. <laughs> no, this gets. Too- He's like, this is the time we said we're gonna be there. Let me let me get here, check in, and tell everybody how y'all what ain't an here. Excuse about oh, what a what a what a what a thin paper thin excuse for being late. I just like to make her like to make an entrance. <laughs> like mm-hmm. no, you just late, my Yeah, you you're late. <laughs> um. So. So yeah, so that was really it. We just that's right. So we gotta we gotta move on. Double timed it over to. Uh, over to Kung Fu, and Shy's there, and you know Dre makes this big production about we got to go to the Mac Machine because it was a Wells Fargo right across the street. Yeah, and and then and we so everybody else goes in. I walk him to the Mac Machine. We come back, me and him, and they're like, buddy at the door is like, you can't uh, come in here like that talking to Dre. Now I'm wearing just yeah. jeans, you know, sneaks and a. And a and a and I got jokes about it. But you got the EPMD, EPMD form fitting <laughs> medium uh, uh, shirt. Uh, nice and snug. Yeah. And you know it was all good. You know bright royal blue with this yellow lettering. But Dre dressed like a cosplay jackass. Uh, <laughs> you know couldn't they wouldn't let him in. So he went back. Jason and you know our hotel was twenty miles away. Oh, he had to drive him back to the no, hotel? No, that's what he was, like, worried about. But oh, okay. he just went back to the car and took the shorts off. And he was wearing, because hmm. he was wearing joggers underneath. And okay. he zipped his hoodie up. And But it didn't make any sense, because there were plenty of wrestling fans. We get in there, he's wearing his Brock Lesnar shirt and a goofy. Yeah. So they didn't kick him out for that. Yeah. You know, it'd be like, uh-oh. You know, they, yeah. <laughs> so it was really a bit, they should have just been like, hey, you got to lose those shorts. That would have been enough. Yeah, because everybody in there was. I I had the EPMD shirt. People will be wearing tons of plenty of wrestling shirts going around. But you did have your preppy locals who were looking yeah. extra extra. Sm- you know, I I know that crowd because they hang out in Old City here. Like I, when I did go out, like in the mid two thousands, I remember going to this one place in Old City and just looking around like. Every man, every guy here has a clean, completely clean face. And that yeah. made me uncomfortable. I got a mustache or sideburns up in this place. It's like, Jeez. guys, have something. And, you know, I'm just, and I, back to, I probably just had a goatee. And I, probably, and Staff I was with had his full beard. He always has. It's just weird. So I knew that scene. But, hey, this was our weekend. So we, they had to endure uh, the, the visitors. Uh but yeah, yeah, and Kung Fu did it, and, and you know we stayed there for what four or five hours. Yeah, I know. So, so in the yeah in the meantime, like I um 
was with my buddy. We went to this burger spot that was really good. Um, yeah. So that was cool. Um, what? Yeah, went to the burger spot and then came through. Um, it was funny. I didn't tell, I kept forgetting to tell my brother I was in town. My brother lives in Dallas. I kept forgetting to tell him. I finally told him and he was like, yo, okay, I'm going to get dressed. I'm going to come down. I said, okay. Yo, I didn't see his missed calls till like three days ago. Damn. Yeah, he called me like three times, like around like nine o'clock. But you know, it's all good. Yeah, that's whatever. But um, <laughs> yeah. So yeah, we get to the spot, and I immediately like go and like hug Steve. And Steve's like, "Yo, where you been?" Cause Steve, you know, Steve drove from Kentucky to come kicking, and we got the nerve to be late, right? So um yeah, but we had a good time and my buddy uh buddy Brian was out there and our buddy Diz uh from college met up with us. And so we we played uh a little ECC stunt granny jingle yeah, man. Giant, giant and it were uh Yeah, and then and Rich's homeboys too, so it was like it got, it was like it got amazing of, for for a while. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Legit, it it got really amazing. Did. Like two of those games were just like mm-hmm. really wild. But nah, man, we drank a bunch of beer, um, and had some shots, and so, so before y'all leave, like, my homegirl, Lauren, shows up. I haven't seen Lauren since, basically, the day I graduated high school. Wait, So, what, what is it? I, no, I talk to Lauren all the time, like, on Facebook. I haven't seen Lauren since high school, so it's been, damn, 13 years since I've seen her, seen her? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, so... So we, um, cause she was there for, uh, to talk about podcasts, um, the read, I don't know if you're familiar with the read as kid fury and crystal, um, they do like an entertainment podcast and they had like a live show in Dallas. And so her and her girl came for that. So I mean, it's both of them I'm watching, watching basketball as we do this. But, um, so basically y'all are starting to take off when they get there. Right. But before that, Yo, do you, how familiar are you with the, uh, how familiar are you with the sunglasses story? Um, well, I, I looked up from whatever I was doing, and there was a guy, there was like kind of an audience looking down at the glasses, and then a guy standing there, I couldn't tell, was he salty? Because he stepped on them or Saudi because those are his and someone stepped on them, but they were busted glasses and I had really no idea what was going on. Still really don't know what happened. Okay. So let me tell you how much of that I have. Okay. Um, and when I turn, it's just like two guys arguing, right? Two guys so, not with us. Two guys not with us, yeah. This is this is tall guy and this and the shorter guy. Guys tall guy is probably like six three, six two. Other guys about my height, he's you know, however tall I am, right? So the tall guy is looking at the short guy and he's like, Yo, I don't want you talking to her. And the short guy's like, dude and the tall guy says, I don't want you talking to her. I don't like the way you talk to her. And he's like, man, so yo, the tall guy looks at him and just stares at him and without breaking eye contact, slaps his glasses off his shirt. Off his shirt? Oh, they're like, 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 yeah, they're hanging on his shoulder's polo. And I'm like, wait, 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 w
So they're in his shirt. Oh, you know, sunglasses pocket. like the one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So not even the pocket, like the neck hole. The neck, that's what I said. You know, where the shirt opens up. Yeah. So he slaps him off his off him and they're just on the ground. And he's like, yo, I don't like you talking to her. And the dude's starting to like, his lips starting to quiver. Yo, this man stepped right on them glasses. And I was like, oh, no. No. So I'm like, yo, like, I'm, you know, I didn't say my city. But I'm kind of like, yo, like, God, y'all got to chill, man. Like, it's not that deep. And the shorter dude is like, he's like, man, I just. And then the tall dude is funny because automatically assume the tall guy is picking on the short guy you know like just by physical dynamics right and he's like yo you didn't hear what he said to her and i'm like no nah, man i did he's like no you did not hear what he said to her i'm like man i hear you but this is just it's a lot happening right now and so that guy walks off the taller guy like he kind of storms off so the shorter guy is That's like must be when i look up and he's just standing hmm. there with this dumb look on his face yeah. and i was like what, what's going on? Everybody's kind of yeah. gathered around, looking at the glasses, looking at him. Mm-hmm. He's got the stupid look on his face, and I'm just like, "What's happening?" But nobody's like goes right into it. Like, okay, well, this guy was over there, and so I just, yeah, let it ride out. He's like, "Yo, I just," uh, he's like, "Yo, he just broke my three hundred dollars sunglasses." She was like, "And you I'm say? like, man, nah." I was, I was just like, "Yo, yo, just," I was like, "Do you still want them?" And he didn't know what to say. I was like, dog, just go home. Like, just go home. There's no reason to be out right now. Just go home. Like, you, like for real, you know what I'm saying? Like, right, you don't want to be here, dog. Like, just, just go home. So, he ends up leaving, like, or whatever. And then, it's me, Lauren, her friend, Ryan, and Diz. So, we go to that bar, whatever they had next door. Um, clutch is what it was called, right? So we're in there, we're hanging out, we're drinking. How about tall dude is in the bar? And I'm like, just dude, yeah, just hanging out. He by himself. I'm like, dude, why you do that, man, like that? He was like, man, he's like, man, he messed up. I didn't even mean to do that. So he's like laughing about it, and then he's like, hey, y'all want to take shots? And he buys us all drinks, and we end up hanging out with that guy for like two hours. So, and then we went to uh, across the street, of course, to a bar called Sixth Street, because you know, it's what you do when you're out of town. And we hung out there till like one thirty. Um, and yeah, just took it to the crib. Um, I think we might have got. Uh, I think Brian made some food, but I was drunk and washed, so I just went home and went to sleep. Um, so I woke up the next morning, took a shower, and started drinking Maker's Mark. What, what, what time did y'all get up? Well, we got back. At maybe 11. And so we probably left at about 10.30. And we get back to the hotel about 11. Steve's there. And we're like, yo, there's nothing to eat. And we're drunk and hungry, you know, and high and hungry. Like, (laughs) we need something to eat. And I'm looking up local pizza places, but they're all closed by 11 or the ones that are still open aren't delivering by 1130. So I'm like, well, it's either, you know, Papa John's, Domino's or Pizza Hut. They're the only ones that are. So we ended up ordering some pizza for Pizza Hut and the soda or whatever. Um, and, And then so that was it. And then. And then Steve, the you know, food guy got there pretty quick and 
I mean, we ate, and Steve probably left about uh, about twelve thirty or whatever, one. And then these, <laughs> so so what happened was the whole time, like that, Danger and Dre are together. This was back in January, the same thing. I'm not sure about last January, but this past January, the whole time they're and and then Mary gets in, and I'm the one left out. They're talking about. Uh, <laughs> always sunny right and they're just yeah. oh remember the one and hey, remember this and then they're just cracking each other up and i'm just whatever i don't mind i'm left out of a ton of stuff that's not the problem but it sounded like a really good time and then we were talking about it in the car matter of fact oh right so yeah so again i'm i'm, I'm left out i think at that point no no i hadn't seen them because we hadn't got to the hotel yet unless this was the way on the way back um, right, it was the way on the way back, and I was talking about how I, how I mess with D, and they were like, "Of course, he mess with he likes the most horrible person on the show or whatever." Uh, so he he makes a playlist, Dre, at like one in the morning, and we're literally up to like three or four in the morning watching random. Well, not random. He put them together, all the episodes that they were they were talking about, troll hole. Uh, the, the swimming pool one, bunch of them. They were just hilarious. Yeah. And, 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 and it was like, I'm not sure if it was, I think it was the next morning when he put him back on when we woke up. And we woke up probably like, <sighs> nine? Cause I think the, uh, the, the, uh, uh, continental breakfast ended at, was at six to ten, maybe six to nine. So we got there. We woke up a half hour or so before that ended and got up and went down there and grabbed something to eat. Um, and then he threw Sonny back on. And that's when I'm like, you know what? I, I think uh, I, I get D. Like, I get her motivations. Like, I understand her. <laughs> like, I, she's actually probably like, it's either her or Charlie, but they're, they're clearly not as terrible as Mac and Dennis. Because Mac and Dennis are horrible people. And, and, that's, and if the second people. one, it'd be... It'd be It'd be Mac because besides like the hypo- hypocritical like Bible stuff um, and 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 the gay stuff, I guess that's kind of tied in to the same thing. Um, like he's the only one that's like consistently, at least in this my small sample size, like not sure if this is the best idea. <laughs> like the intentions, <laughs> you know. No, Mac, Mac is definitely a, a a headstrong, overconfident, telling ass person. But you know, you got to get deeper into it. And just the rejection. Always telling on somebody. He's the only one. Like, oh, I, I totally uh, uh, relate to him. Like, oh, I'm in a place. I, of course, I'm the. I'm the. Everybody leaves with like numbers or a girl or something. I would be the one that somehow managed to to mess that up or to not make it take my shot. God damn it. So, have you seen The Waitress at all? The one that What's-His-Face is obsessed with? The barista? Yeah. So, they're married in real life. Okay. Charlie and The Waitress, and D and Mac are married yeah, in real yeah, life. Yeah, that one I knew. So, it's, like, it's fun watching everybody, like, play off each other, as far as that goes. So... But really quick, let me let me catch up with your day. Let me let me get to where you are, because you said, like, 1230. So, not only did I eat pizza in the morning, then I went to breakfast. Like, I went to IHOP. Okay. Yeah, like, I was like, he's like, dog, I really need to eat. I was like, okay, well, let's go. And then, like, that's when I got up with Stephen Shahid and tried to 
get the tag taken off my shirt. But of course, the one store I went to was like a bunch of assholes. And the guy was like, yeah, we don't have tags on our shirts. Like, well, bitch, I bet you got a gun under there, a magnet or something that can do something. But, you know, he wanted to live his truth. Did you so still have your receipt? That happened. Like, we're, like, okay. Of course. Yeah, because I'm walking in these white folks' right, store without their receipt. Like, yeah, no, absolutely walked in with it. But, yeah. But, no, uh... Yeah, keep going. Yeah, no, so the next morning, we just we were just up after that. We really just lazed around till about, you know, we, we finally got up after breakfast. After breakfast, had some granola bars and muffins or whatever, coffee to eat. Uh, we just sat around and, you know, bullcrapped around till about noon. I think Steve, uh, Steve was on his way, so he got there, and we got dressed, and we threw on our New Day stuff. And, uh, you know, took some pictures, and... Uh, then that's when then Steve finally got there. No, 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 no. We met Steve there. There, because right. I drove, drove with Steve. Right. Yeah. Um. So yeah. So it's just me, Danger, and Dre in the hotel, and and it, oh, that hotel. It wasn't the worst because that's mm. you know that's much too much too uh, harsh. But I booked a room for three people. I paid a mm-hmm. three person. I should have went down there, but again, I was. In a state of mind that wasn't in a zone, uh, like negotiating or telling somebody off. Um, and then there's a bed, like a, a, a regular, decent sized bed, and that's it. So we're like, I'm like, yo, you better go ask him for a rollout or something. And they're like, we don't have one, we don't do that. Like, but I booked a room for three people. You're telling me I don't have not one, not yeah, two. T- and they were like, yeah, that well, we don't know that. So. Danger took that took that bullet and slept in the in the chair. Luckily, it was like lazy boy style, so he got his feet yeah. and stuff. But still, he wasn't sleeping in the damn chair. I don't care how soft or kicked back it kicked back it is. Um, yeah. So yeah, so about one or so, we finally we finally left the hotel and uh, with our with our ticket. Oh, Steve did come by because he gave he dropped off our tickets. And, okay, she was before he left to come get me. Pass, and then he's like, okay, I'm about to, you know, he got the text or whatever from you. He's like, I'm going to get Cam, you know, a few minutes, after, you know, half hour after he left or so. We were all dressed and ready to go. And then we had to drive around trying to find gas. It was kind of a pain in the ass. Like, we're in the middle of Dallas and we can't find a gas station. Um, so we stopped at this gas station, got some generic snacks and and Gatorades and kind of stuff. Guy saw our outfits. He's like, going to the wrestling show? <laughs> like, you know, cashier yeah. uh, dude. Like, yep. He's like, oh, have fun. He's like, oh, cool, man. Appreciate that. Um, so, yeah. So, then we finally get to the tailgate. And uh, and we got there first as far as our our squad. And, yeah. uh, and, and Nick Duke, shout out to him. I gave him a big shout. Uh, yeah. On, on Last week's show, and I think uh, talking to on the Friday too. Friday, uh, he did it up. Yeah, man, that was fantastic, 70, man. Seventy Big, uh, something Jello shots, just under a hundred beers, fifths of alcohol, just bottle on bottle on bottle, all kinds of yeah. chips and dip. You know, half a do- or you know, a couple dozen burgers, dogs, the you know, typical. Uh, barbecue stuff, 
Uh, Nintendo 64. What? Playing No Mercy on Nintendo 64. No with with updated characters, I think somebody was like Kevin yeah, Owens. Ridiculous! Like how did how how? That's a lot of effort. Yeah, man. Effort put into that little cartridge. <laughs> nah, man, it was it was it was good stuff, man. Great barbecue, whole bunch of liquor, man. Everybody was real cool. Bunch of cool conversations. Yeah. Met some interesting cool. people. Got new Facebook friends. Yeah. Um, yep. like food I hope food and everything was really great. And the drink, you know, got fired up before the, before we even got to WrestleMania. Um. But the conversation and meeting and getting to talk to John Philip Havage, who who uh, wrote, produced, or directed. Yo, he was there. Wasn't that him with okay. the bald head and the green shirt? Nah, I hear you. I, I'm like, okay. And, yeah, because I know exactly who you're talking about from listening to uh, Bruce and them. Yeah. So we got to talk to him, and then just other not that he's not regular, but just regular like either fans of the show or not. Most of those guys were not, had never heard of us, but they heard of us after that. Uh, yeah, show, yeah. This show here, plus the East Coast cast, it, uh, we talked about comic book stuff, Flash stuff, Raw, SmackDown. It was just really good, cool two hours with, uh, if you're, if you know wrestling fans, you know spending two hours with random wrestling fans that you don't know can be like a nightmare. Ask yeah, anybody that works really at like can. Hooters or Buffalo Wild Wings, like on a pay per view or anything, the, the the small fry and tap water crowd. I knew you were going <laughs> to say that, but, but yeah, like that's yeah, you know. Um, but this these group of guys, whether they are, however they are, they were cool that day, you know, for the most part, and they yeah. were very cordial and conversational and and, and all that, all the good things. Yeah. No, yeah, it was um that was a fun time, man. Fun time with good guys. Everybody was real solid. Um you know, on top of that, like, you know, talking about WrestleMania without talking about WrestleMania. Um you know, we get to the spot, we get inside. I'm who knows how much I've had to drink at this point. But I'm I basically wandered the building. Um to the point where like I'm like picking up people's kids and taking pictures. Picking up people. I, picking up grown people, falling down with them in hallways, and then picking them up again and posing for how pictures. How that happened? Want, I just, how I fell or how I just... That whole situation, like, hey, woman, young woman, no, whatever, lady, dressed like yeah. Hulk Hogan, can I pick you up and take a picture? Okay. Then the fall. Yeah. Then the still, like, okay, okay, take two. That's fine. I'm not going to storm off. Like, I assume she yeah. took that as what, well, like, really well. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm also handsome and charming. Dad, so, I can't. you know, so it, you know, it works out okay. Um, but no, everybody was, like, everybody was really nice, which surprised me. Like, people, like, fathers with their children who, like, wanted to, like, joke around. Like, it was, it was super cool. Um, uh, and of course, like, I wandered into a suite that nobody was in that had, like, sports memorabilia. And may have left with some of may it. May have. Right. Absolutely left with some of it. Yeah, the giant. I have a hundred and thirty dollar football that I can't sell because who's going to pay a hundred and thirty dollars for a football? Delete. Like I put it on Craigslist like a week ago. Because <laughs> what am I going to do with it? I don't care. Jerry Jones football. You gave it to me. Oh, so. Well, so, yeah. Uh, I'm really not clear with these shirts. Like I just stopped. 
No, I mean, I'm looking you at have, them okay, right so now, which is that funny. Was, that's what I wasn't clear. Like, do you have them? Yeah, no, I have them. They're, they're sitting there. And I took a picture and I showed Chuck. Um, so the shirts are here again. Well, as soon as this so wedding is done, we'll get Faye to send those out. What wedding? Just send them out tomorrow. I mean, you're asking a person who doesn't mail things to mail something. I understand <laughs> you, what you, you want from me. I need you to. Man. I need you to understand what's going to happen, though. <laughs> That's the thing. Like, yeah, like you can. There's not. There's no amount of of beratement oh that you can put right. on I'm me that'll make those shirts get to you any there. faster. No, no, they're they're gonna be right here in this box, and they'll get <laughs> to you when she decides to get to you. It's, it's really. Uh, they, they, they came out fine because you didn't. They look okay. very good. Yeah. Like, what about the size? Um, you try yours on. Yeah, mine was medium. It fit okay, good. So my probably. Yeah, it was. Yeah, they they look like the printing is very well done. Okay. Still, yo, Chuck, I know you're gonna listen to this tomorrow. I'm still waiting on our picture, Chuck. Waiting on the email, the Chuck. Because when y'all were talking in the group or in the in the IM, like, what's up with that email? And I was just like, yeah. damn, did those shirts like get lost or something? So uh, yeah. no, they're they are right here in a USPS box. Um, and was it Dre's the only one that had the Dre for nail four twenty, or did they all have that? No, just that just one. Just that one, okay. okay. Just that one. Yeah. Too bad with uh-huh. Take a sweet-ass group picture with them. Yeah. But, I mean, it's um those those exist for another day. They're still a thing. Um. So, yeah, man. Um. What else is there to say? We 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 had a great time at the event. Um. Dre got mad at me for yelling at some people, but they needed to be yelled at. Yeah, but she was also needed to happen. Yeah, but, well, yeah. That's that, that's an actual fact. But anyway, um, and then it took us, of course, like two hours to leave the place because, and not even because it's built bad, but there's just so many. Uh, and yeah, we, we weren't. I mean, well, once you saw all those people, we weren't as, as after we walked back to the back to the cars. It was like mm-hmm. we weren't as far away as as we thought. Or as I thought, because mm-hmm. going in, I was like, "Oh, it's going not going to be all congested, congested getting out because we're you know thir- a third of a mile away, or or two thirds uh. of a mile away, maybe a mile away." Nope, mm-hmm. it's literally bumper to bumper for for almost uh almost an hour. Yeah, just trying to get maybe a mile to finally boom open it up and get onto the highway or whatever yep. and we went straight from mania you know they, which was like the longest show ever I mean we left like what mm-hmm. 11, 11 central it's ridiculous yeah. and then ended up getting yeah well, yeah yeah because we, we walked in at about 5 we, got, right? we, we stopped tailgating yeah about 4.30 so that means yeah we probably got in the building about 5 or so uh, and left at like 11 it was like a legit 6 hour show it was ridiculous I mean I can't like Shahid left what almost a good hour before we did as far as he left mm-hmm. the tailgate like alright I'm out I'm gonna go to the arena see yep. some hey man Steve matter of fact see yeah. some pre-match some pre-show matches like okay so they said they, you know, if it was six hours for us, they got that whole seven-hour show. Yep. Ridiculous. Yeah, and that was oof, that was that was quite the time. But I didn't, you know what? Even though I knew it was long, it didn't feel long. It didn't feel long until 
the last match. The last match was the only time I just was like, like because because I did have a super long setup and then, too, and it didn't the wrestling nothing bought me drew me in like man this is just boring, and that was the only time I just had my hand on my chin like uh, hurry up, and I think that's why the crowd popped initially like ah this is over, you know? yeah. <laughs> um but yeah and 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 like you said last week the the trip for us for Dre and I did not end in a boom it's over. It's, it, yeah, man, you wanna you wanna put it, that out there in the world? Dragged on because our we had, we had a buddy pass. Our homie works at the airport, and he gets his tickets, and we get to places severely discounted. So, but we all we, we usually go like we were gonna leave go there initially Friday morning, like we normally do, or whatever mm-hmm. six in the morning, but early. He's like, nope, uh, that's all, whatever, we got to go. We we can do that, or we can go Thursday afternoon out of Newark. And we're like, oh, bet. We we took having an extra day there, just, all right, if we got to get to Jersey, that's not a problem. We just catch the Amtrak up to Jersey. You know, Dre got his Amtrak credentials. Um, so so that worked out getting there, but we took a we were going to have a 2.30 flight out of Austin to Philly. So, however they were going to do it, Austin to this place, to this, to Philly, or if we were able to luck out and get it straight through, we ain't get nothing. Mm-mm. Nothing. It was like, yeah, it's everything's filled up with full paying customers. So take your buddy pass, have an ass somewhere else. Southwest wasn't having it. And they were like, the next thing that came, so nothing was going to Philly like for the rest of the day. It was ridiculous. I didn't understand like there wasn't something to somewhere else to Philly. Like how is this not it's usually like they just my experience is they're very willing to work with you and get you to your place. So the fact that neither Dre or I could like get this guy to like budge was like this is but it's always at 6 in the morning. Yeah. And this was 2.30 in the friggin' afternoon, or in the middle of a Monday. So, we had to settle on a 6.30 flight out to Baltimore. And there was a, the last Amtrak train from Baltimore to Philly left at like 10.36 Eastern. So we leave at 7.30 Eastern, 6.30 Central. And we just... You know, we got there probably as they're pulling out. I mean, literally. And Dre said that train, nope. that's because he works for Amtrak. He knows all the schedules and like a dozen years of that, at that place. So he knows it like the back. He says that like the back of his hand. He says that train specifically is routinely half hour, hour, two hours late. So, of course, the day he needs it to be just 15, late. 15 minutes, yeah. maybe. Ten minutes we might have been able to catch that thing. Nope, it won't be on. It won't leave. It won't put all the way on time. Early. Mm. So we ended up catching the airport shuttle, which was a bad, bad move right there. Like as soon because we have a Liberty shuttle at Philadelphia International, and it'll take you wherever basically you want to go within the downtown kind of. Like, relatively, it's not going to take you, you know, but for 10 bucks, right? You just got to, you know, 
take make those stops. If you're the last person to get dropped off, you're the last person to get dropped off. But you're only paying ten dollars. It was twenty four dollars a piece for this one, so we're paying forty eight dollars. Soon as I heard forty eight dollars, and I asked the guy because our bus, mega bus from Baltimore to Philly, left at eleven fifty nine, so a minute before midnight. And this thing was scheduled to pull out at 11.20. And I just didn't calculate the four or five people being in the thing with us. And I should have called an Uber, or if they can't come in the airport, should have just jumped in a regular cab. Because it would have been about $50 to get across town to get to that mega bus stop. So yeah. we get to the mega, we get to the thing 12.30. So the bus is a half hour gone, right? And the next one, the last one, leaves at 159. So an hour and a half from the time we were there. Like, oh, we got an hour and a half to kill. And we just spent four days in Texas in 70-degree weather and packed like it. So he's in joggers and a hoodie. I'm in a spring polo jacket and no hat. And it's 30 degrees. Welcome back to the Northeast jackasses <laughs> and so we're like what the hell and it's a, a mall and it's midnight after mid 12 30 nothing's open nothing buffalo wild wings and a 7-eleven that's yep, it and we had to and it was a ways away like is that a cold you know it's like a desert heat mirage is that a cold mirage or is that an actual 7-eleven so we make the trek across across that mall to the 7-Eleven. The guy with Mexican boy in there was nice enough to let us hang out. We bought some stuff. I bought a thing of soup and a juice. Drake bought an iced tea, you know, because he had to be different. We're getting iced. Yeah. You know how y'all do. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, and he let us hang out there probably for about a half hour. Dre went and put on a pair of jeans over his over his joggers and got a little more, a little warmer. He gave me a scully he had tucked away. And we basically had to go back to that bus stop and wait there for about 45 minutes to an hour. And I was like, it was one of those, it was, you know, we're standing there trying to, trying to stay positive, trying to stay warm. And, you know, it's 150, 155. And I'm like, Dre, what if this, and I'm, and I booked it on my phone. You know, I did it right there on my phone. So, so $50. Oh, so the ticket, the $50 ticket that I ordered earlier, that's wasted because we missed that one. So I had to order another one, $28. So at least it wasn't another 50 bucks. And I was like, great. Yeah. What if, what if this thing, what if this bus doesn't come? <laughs> like I was, I was, at this point I was imagining the worst. Like, what if, what if this bus doesn't come? You know, with mm -hmm. cold weather tears running down my face. Yeah. I say they cold weather tears. Uh, what if, what if this, what if this bus don't come? And what if we got to find some place? Like the next one don't come till eight in the morning or six in the morning. Well, if we gotta like hunker down somewhere and like in the nook of some one of these stores, <laughs> like I'm imagining the worst. Like yeah. being homeless for the night in the th <laughs> in strange city in thirty-three weather. Yeah. But you know it was like three minutes, four or five minutes late, but the bus came and it was a double decker and it was warm. That's all I cared about. And I immediately like the, to me the the trip lasted five minutes. Because I immediately went to sleep 
And then I woke yeah. up and we were in Philly. Like, oh, okay. And then that was it. Okay, so that's good. Like, at least, yeah. It was 4 in the morning or 3.30. Like, holy crap. And then we went and Trey drove me home. And he left. And, you know, my brother. I, I walk in. My brother and his homie are up watching, you know, or I don't know, watching Dat Piff or some nonsense on yeah, like, that's the twenty-two-year-old stuff. You just up tree all in haze all in the air. Yeah, yo, he cracking a beer at three thirty. Y'all not done? We get to Tariq cracking a beer. Like, damn it. <laughs> so, but yeah. Oh, then I immediately called. I was like, okay, so I'm not working anymore. I'm not going to work anymore. Yeah, it's I not just gonna happen. The job. I ain't call my boss phone. I just called the job phone. It was like left a message on the voicemail on the answer machine. It was like, yeah, I'm not coming. In. I just got in and yeah, no, that's not happening. I was like, it'll be a detriment yeah, no. to the customers and myself. <laughs> even Monday, and I wasn't even like drunk. I was just, I was just washed. So my boss was like, I'm not, I'm not feeling good, and I meant it. It wasn't a lie. Then did your boss but yeah, that was uh, shenanigans? Oh, nope. I'm good, yeah. See, no, I, I stopped nope. that a long time ago. Once I'm going to Egypt yeah, man, Bosnia, you... and I'm gonna be gone for two weeks. Mm-hmm. Oh y'all not go- Oh y'all don't know I'm going to WrestleMania. Y'all not yeah. knowing I'm going mm-hmm. to Texas mm-hmm. in four days. I'm just mm-hmm. on a Friday call out <laughs> at the airport or no at at, at Danger yeah. House. Wake up in the morning. I got oh, set my alarm so I can yeah, call man. out. <laughs> All you can do. All you can do, yeah, man. It was um, it was quite the quite the weekend for us, man. That was that was a fun time, and I know um, look, we're gonna be doing that. It's not gonna be you know a full year or nine, ten months. Next time, it's gonna be like in a few months, like six months or so. Yeah. So uh, yeah, it's coming up quick. Um, but yeah, man, we uh talked about our time. Let's let's go ahead and get out of here. Um, what what are we gonna do next week? I can't call it necessarily. Um, we need to look. We should both watch something that we don't watch and talk about it. We're never <laughs> we, gonna agree like on that thing. Yeah, I mean, we'll find something. It'll be something weird. It'll be like uh, a new sitcom on it's Stars or something crazy the, like it's that. Like, it, it, I don't know how it happens. It's like if you like it, I, and and this is not j- everything, but specific, like, but no, of course, certain, like certainly so, not like, everything, but my, yeah. like just my example, my go-to cam has terrible taste, and I mean that you know lightly. But uh, uh, example yeah. is March Madness. Like that song is so overrated. It's, it's such a good song. <laughs> it's not. It's so good. Yo, can we talk about that before we get out of here, really quick? So, okay, so March Madness, I mean, and, and here's the thing. Depending on who you ask, March Madness might be the best song ever. Not saying it is, but, the, you know, there's, there's a small minority. So March Madness, I don't even think charted top 50 on anybody's charts, right? Panda is number five in the country. Now. Yo, yo like, I don't, I don't care how nonchalant Future is. You can't not be mad about that. Like, you can't. You you absolutely cannot not be upset. No, it is exactly what we talked about a few weeks ago. Mm-hmm. That was just orchestrated to a T. That's how it happens. That's how, you know, things get done in that way. It's not like that across the board. Yeah. And it's like, no, it's like I sat in the room. You know what? There's something about, about Future's voice that's really melodic, but the subject matter doesn't quite... 
Seiji Meta doesn't quite capture this wide audience, and probably not the beats either. So what if we had Future's vocals, but we sped it up a little bit, and didn't really say anything on the song, threatening? Yeah, it'll be a generic kind of... And then, uh, and then you have Panda. But, but, whatever you do, do not listen to his follow-up single, Pluto. Oh, it can't be! Which, which, again, Future has an album named Pluto. Like... What? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, that's. that's a, yeah. But yeah, but that's no, a but, good but, note. But Mar- saying all that, and March Madness is better than better song than Panda by. Yeah, but no, yeah, but like just finding a thing like you, you could, song. yeah, it's, like you could watch two episodes of Daredevil, just two. Yeah. Good. That could happen, and then we could talk about those. Yeah, I'm, I started to. Uh, background watch House of Cards because the other half watches House of Cards and it's really interesting. I think we're on like almost through season two. It's a pretty good show. Yeah, I, I, I always thought Kevin Spacey was like a genius. Yeah, I hear uh, good things about that show and me and my brother were talking earlier because he was watching some some Vince Foster documentary. Uh, if you know anything about Vince Foster and the Clintons and the conspiracy theories surrounding his death. Um... And he was talking about how he thinks House of Cards, because he watches House of Cards, he's really into it. He's like, and after learning more about the Clintons, especially after watching that Vince Foster documentary, he's like, I think the House of Cards is based off of, a lot of off the Clintons. And I was telling him about the, the cocaine smuggling through Arkansas and two teenagers that were found on the train tracks. Some well. Weird, weird. Like weird, weird stuff surrounding uh, <laughs> Bill Clinton, especially before he got uh, got to be president. Yeah. Anyway. And yeah, he absolutely did. And train tracks and oh, and the fact that he had to have reconstructive surgery on his nose—he did so much cocaine, allegedly. Ooh. You know, on the insides Ooh. of his, you know, rebuild that all that cartilage and you know, got to get a cadaver cartilage up in there. <laughs> Dead, dead right. body cartilage just, all in your body. Life, he's just since the, since eighty eight. I just yeah, everything smells dead to me. Yeah. <laughs> smells like, like smells like, like tulips and cement. Where's so what much, is going uh, on? So much cologne and slather, so much deodorant and, and that kind of stuff. Man, it's the only it's the only way I can feel. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, man. Uh, what this has been. Gosh, the uh, South Congress podcast, fan by fan show, spring break number three. You know, here pretty soon, guys, we'll be back with that show you love. But until then, we'll give you the stories that you want to hear. For uh, Travis Bryant, I am Cameron Hawkins. And you know what? Let's slow it down for a second. You know what we got a bit slow on, man? We got a bit slow on our uh, on our reviews and our ratings, and man. And also, I, I almost lunched because you told me to remind you of yeah. Yes. Oh, good job. And we'll do that. So, guys, again, um, we know we can we can see numbers and we know viewership is is going up or listenership is going up and up and up. Guys, we really uh, in order to keep growing this audience, we really need your reviews. So uh, if it's iTunes, if it's Stitcher, if you're just uh, telling a friend to tell a friend. And it's crazy, like, every week we get, you know, more followers on SoundCloud, more listeners like guys, we really uh, 
we really thrive on that stuff. Like, you don't want to say, like, this is a good way to keep the show free. But it is a good yeah, way to no, keep no, the no, show no. free. Um, <laughs> if you're your to way. this show, you're probably some – I doubt this is your first or your only podcast that you listen to. So you know yeah. how podcasts work and grow. You know, mm-hmm. the more you uh, – I mean, you do – you just have to do it one time. It's You know, it's not yeah. something you have to do for – right? You don't have to do it for every show. Yeah, and what's crazy, like – People will like I'll be on SoundCloud and somebody will listen to the show and they'll like it. Guys, just hit that little share button. Like if you like it, if you're taking the time to like it, let somebody else yeah. like it. Because the more people to like it, you know, the easier this all gets. Yeah, for but us. an actual review, especially on iTunes, that just gives that gives it means so, so much. much visibility. If if it hits a certain threshold, uh, and then more yeah. people say, yeah, I mean, if you if you like the show, you should want more people to uh, listen to it. Uh, exactly. So yeah, so that's the only way. Not the only way, but that's definitely one of the easiest ways. That's, that's, uh, yeah. All you got to do is click a button, click a star rating. Exactly, and it's, it takes five seconds. You, you click that button, and you put a thumbs-up emoji on that bad boy, and, you, and you're done, and it's appreciated. But no, yeah, before we get out of here, um, and it's funny because it had been happening sporadically, but probably more in the last two weeks than it has before. Everybody's like, Cam, what's the theme song? Cam, what's the theme song? The theme song is Black Superhero from Black Bobby. Um, and I had seen his stuff on, on SoundCloud and had been looking for ways to contact him because he has all his Twitter information and this and that. Like his Twitter, his, his uh, I want to say his email, he had a website. So I like tracked the guy down by his government name on Facebook. I had a conversation. I was like, oh, are you the guy that made Black Superhero? He's like, yeah. I'm like, well, you know, me and my buddy, we got this podcast and we typically talk about, uh, you know, CW's The Flash or some type of show fitting along like the uh, comic book genre. And you just you give us a great kick like you really capture what I'm trying to do. And, you know, he gave us our blessing. So, yeah, shout out to Black Bobby. I know um, he actually follows us on SoundCloud uh, now, too. So he's probably listening to this. We appreciate it. Um, I don't know if you noticed what I started to do. Like, I'll take like a song that we've been listening to and I'll splice that in at the beginning. So I'm going to kind of go with that until I can't. But, yo, the song is fantastic. Uh, So, yeah. I think that'll actually do it for us. Again, guys, your reviews and your ratings mean so much to us. They help us, um, you know, maintain this wonderful lifestyle that we have currently. Um, And, you know, uh, the more people that know, the better our audience grows, the better our audience grows, uh, the more fun we have doing this. Like, I want to do a live show in Dallas. I want that. That sounds like fun. You know, it's it's you know, as far as like keeping the show free, it's like, well, when the show it's like if the show gets to a certain level of popularity, it's like, you know what? I will go ahead and get a set a a new mic so so Cam won't have to adjust levels or be sound hollow or whatever. You know, Ryan, that it might not sound so great because I have a 2011 laptop. You know, that's not that doesn't have a ton of bells and whistles. Um, and even with that, like, because we were able to do as many shows as we want a week for as long as we do because of subscriptions. So it'd be great to do the show for free. <laughs> it would be cool. But, you know, that those things come with time. But, um, yeah, just, uh, you know, if it's something you enjoy, I'm sure the next man will enjoy it. So pass that along to the next man. Uh, so, yeah. For uh, Travis Bryant, I'm Cameron Hawkins. Thank you guys again for listening to each and every one of these uh, South Congress podcasts, in particular, Trav and I's Fan by Fan show. And we're out. Say no, I'm saying take it. You got a mask to your high. Open your eyes to this back to this fly.
I'm Malcolm Middle. I think I'm Du Bois. Think I'm Vonnegut. I'm the new Freud. Think I am the leader. Leader of the people. Goddamn, I'm a black superhero. I'm a black superhero.